the voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Davo. And what a great night to be a Royals fan. We saw great starting pitching from Danny Duffy. We saw very good relief pitching from Aaron Crow and Kelvin Herrera. We saw a season-high six extra base hits, including gasp, two home runs in the same game, and most of all, just a nice win over the Yankees, 8-4 to four out at Kauffman Stadium. It's Davo with your dish here on Clubhouse Conversation. Hope you were able to watch this game tonight. There just wasn't too much not to like. I mean, the Royals started the scoring nice and early. The bottom of the second inning started off with a double from Billy Butler, followed by one from Alex Gordon, making it one to nothing. Then a single from Salvador Perez put runners at first and third. Lorenzo Kane comes up with the single. Two to nothing. That's four straight batters up, four straight reaching base. And you've got runners at first and second already with a two to nothing lead. Mike Moustakis, a bad bun attempt, forced at third. But then Noriaoki finished up the scoring with a single to center, making it three to nothing. And at that point, the way Danny Duffy was throwing, didn't it feel like this game was pretty much over? And that was a good feeling. I mean, Duffy completely mowed down the Yankees through five. Finished the first two innings with three strikeouts, so came out throwing a lot of strikeouts. Only had four for the game. The last one being against Alfonso Soriano on a breaking ball that was actually up in the zone. But I was so sad Duffy didn't win tonight. Things kind of got away in the sixth inning. There were two outs and a runner at first. The Royals were still ahead 3-0 with two outs and a runner at first there. Five and two-thirds in. But then he wouldn't get another out. Mark Teixeira walked, which was the biggest A-B of the inning. Kept things going, allowed Carlos Beltran to bang a double off the left field wall. Nearly got out of here. That made it 3-1. You kind of took a deep breath and said, okay, we're through it now. We're good, right? Wrong. One more hitter Duffy faced. Yandrvis Salade dropped a little bloop into shallow right center. Kane was shaded more around toward left. Couldn't quite get there. Was maybe a foot away. Made a great effort on the dive. Single fell in 3-3, and that was it for Danny Duffy. And no decision as Aaron Crow comes in to finish off that inning. So 3 Came across with two outs there in that top of the six. Duffy was so close to getting through six scoreless and getting a win tonight. It was too bad. But then, you know what? I, I never thought the Royals were going to win this game, or lose this game, I should say. Never thought they were going to lose this game. Even when they tied that up at three right there, I still thought the Royals had this thing the whole time. And they rewarded my faith there. As Billy Butler and Alex Gordon walk against David Phelps to start off that bottom of the six, that was big. And then, bam. That's what Major League Baseball teams do. They make you pay for mistakes. Good Major League Baseball teams, I should say. Salvador Perez cranks a no-doubt three-run shot into the left-field bullpen. Then Lorenzo Cain comes right back and triples, and you think we got an easy fourth run. Well, it wasn't easy. There were two outs before Noria Oki got another RBI, driving in that fourth run, and that was it. That's all the Royals would need. Although, for good measure, Eric Hosmer, how about that? His second home run of the year, a mammoth home run. About 430 feet, perhaps, I mean, probably, not perhaps. That's almost got to be the, the longest home run the Royals have hit this year, I believe. I don't have all the, the you know, feet in front of me, but that's got to be. It was a no-doubt moonshot by Hosmer. Hopefully that'll get him going as, you know, last year, right about this time, he had two home runs as well and kind of took off from here on out. So let's hope for a little bit of history repeating. But Aaron Crow finished out the seventh as well, scoreless inning. Calvin Herrera, same thing in the eighth. Michael Marriott, not real impressive in the ninth. Gave up a run, continues to really struggle. It's got to be a matter of time before we see Spencer Patton come up here, doesn't it? Just tearing it up down there in Omaha. I suppose Casey Coleman's a possibility since he's on the 40. There's some other guys coming back like Chris Dwyer on and on. But 
Just a good night for the Royals. And Danny Duffy, let's talk about him one more time because I don't think he's going to get enough talk. I mean, obviously, the offense was just great tonight, guys. It was. They had a good approach. The ball's in the middle and up. They took care of like they should. Drew some walks. It just had good at-bats. I mean, there was very few giveaway at-bats. I did notice in the third inning, as the Royals have done several times this year, they get three or four runs in an inning, and it feels like a game is won, and they start going up there hacking and kind of lose focus. That happened in the, the quick third inning. I felt kind of like they fell back into a bad habit, but they were able to come back in the fourth and get back to their good professional at-bats. So I've got nothing but great things to say about the offense tonight. And Danny Duffy, yeah, five and two-thirds, three runs, five hits, four strikeouts, three walks. Not an impressive line if you didn't watch the game. But if you watch the game, Duffy was nails, and you know that. He was impressive. He had good tempo. He looked calm and under control. Just very impressed with Danny Duffy right now. It's, it's a good thing right now. I mean, with him and Ventura, knock on wood, knock on wood that they both stay healthy and continue this because, good Lord, if we have those two, you know, anchoring the rotation for the next four years and maybe throw in one more of your stud pitchers between Minaya and Zimmer, and Almonte, on and on, some of these guys, you're looking at a pretty good rotation there. So just nothing but good tonight. That was a, that was a well-played baseball game, one of the top three or four games that the Royals have played this year with six extra base hits. You had two home runs, three doubles, and a triple. That was good to see as well because, as we saw, you score quick, and you can score a lot when you can hit the long ball, especially with guys on base. Just a perfect inning. You know, a couple walks. That you know makes the on-base people feel so good. Then the home run to make the slugging slash OPS stat look and feel so good. Oh, it's just great to see there. The sixth inning, responding after your guy gives up three to tie it. Bam, come right back and strike against the freaking Yankees, too. Tip your cap to the Royals tonight. Now, tomorrow, we talked about coming into this game, how or into the series, I should say, about how the first two games were coin flips. I thought they were. I thought they were complete coin flips. Definitely last night. Tonight, maybe favored the Royals a little bit. It did in Vegas, definitely. The Royals were minus 125 favorites in Vegas. But you split the first two as you should because they're coin flip games. And I told you, the Royals have clear advantages in games three and four. Go for the jugular. You, you have to split now. You have to split. I mean, you've got the pitching matchup, the clear edge the next two. But really, you need to win three out of four. You got your ace, J uh, James Shields, going tomorrow. He needs to win that game. It's got to happen. He's facing Hiroki Kuroda. He's going five and two-thirds a start. He's four and three with the four-two-seven. Doesn't walk anyone, but doesn't really strike out a lot either. He's one of those guys the Royals should be able to get out after six innings, maybe six-plus innings, four runs, a couple walks, maybe one walk. Let's readjust that. One walk and three, four strikeouts. I mean, the Royals, this is a guy that they need to put in four runs tomorrow in six innings against Kuroda. With James Shields going, surely he can't continue to this recent string of disappointing outings, can he? We talked about his last start, how he does go through a dead arm period oftentimes throughout his career around this time. So it's possible, especially in an afternoon with the ball maybe carrying a little bit more. And the Yankees do have a competent, good lineup, veteran hitters, albeit most of them way past their prime, but it's still a good, competent lineup. But James Shields has got to come out and be the ace tomorrow. The Royals got to get this game tomorrow. I mean, he's pitching for a contract, so believe me, he knows all this. You got to win tomorrow. You win tomorrow, you go into the Monday game with a split already at hand and, and a great chance to get back to 500. You got Jason Vargas against Vidal Nuno. You have a big advantage on Monday as well, I think, with Vargas going. I, I don't like this. I'm not near as scared of this Yankees lineup when they put all those right-handed bats in there against a lefty, as we saw tonight with Duffy in there. And Nuno is a lefty, but he's 
only going about five innings to start. He's been back and forth between the rotation and bullpen. He walks quite a few, strikes out quite a few, but walks quite a few. And a 5-3-3 ERA for Nuno, who pitches on Monday against Vargas. Have to split these next two, which would split the series. Realistically, you got to get three out of four in the series. Get you back to 500. And we keep talking about canceling out some of your bad series. I thought the last series against the Cardinals canceled out that bad series in Cleveland earlier this year. Win three out of four against the Yankees at home, and I'll go ahead and uh, we'll cancel out the sweep of Minnesota. We'll get rid of that one. And then after that, you got to get one more sweep against somebody good to cancel out the Astros sweep. You do that kind of stuff. I mean, you might laugh at that, but you, I mean, you know, to counteract these bad losses the Royals have had, you're going to have to win some games you shouldn't. So we'll see if they can do that. The next two, although they should win the next two, but Three out of four overall against the Yankees is impressive with the lineup they do have out there, the names, the payroll, and the fact that they're a plus 500 ball club at the end of the year. So we'll see what happens. I feel pretty good. We'll talk to you again tomorrow here on Clubhouse Conversation, hopefully talking about a James Shields gym, the offense doing enough with more professional at-bats. All in all, though, tonight, there's just really a lot to be looked forward to. I hear I see three of the top eight Royals draft picks have signed. That's good. See if we can't get a couple more by the next time we talk to you. The draft is over. I'll try to do a little bit more with the draft maybe tomorrow and early into this week. We'll do some more with that and talk more about that here on Clubhouse Conversation. Until then, have yourself a good night. We'll talk to you tomorrow.